This is We Are What We Overcome. This episode has been recorded remotely on Saturday the 7th of November 2020. You may have noticed it says this is the 10th lockdown special, yet the last episode was the third lockdown special. Don't worry. Neil, the editor, has been busy, and will be editing these episodes over the next few weeks. Is Neil really going to edit the others? I know, it's just he's been busy. Everybody always is. Okay, if you're sure. In the meantime, go to our Facebook page, We Are What We Overcome, the podcast, to watch the video recordings of these episodes in the meantime. Now, what you're about to hear are the ramblings and reflections of four ordinary people, drawing on their own personal and occasionally professional experiences. These conversations are unprepared, subjective, and should not be taken as medical advice or instruction. Anyone seeking help should always carry out their own research, or better yet, speak to a professional about their circumstance. Once more, uh, Wes, I love that you look a little bit like a giant Teletubby. <laughs> are you ready? Are you doing your thing now? Is it all sort of yeah, good? yeah, it's, it's, it should be recording. So, yeah. oh. <laughs> In that case, uh, I can't match in again. I'm, I'll try and do it with the fingers. Five... Oh, fuck. Uh, do, you, do you put the finger down with the, with the number or not? I don't really know. Let's go. <laughs> Three, two, one, big fours. We Are What We Overcome on this occasion features musician Matt McGuinness, improviser Nick Tyler, media producer Neil Monroe, and psychotherapist Wes Evans. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever. Welcome to We Are What We Overcome. I'm glad to be back where we're recording uh, every month on a different topic to do with mental health, generally men's mental health, but that crosses all boundaries, I guess, as well. Um, But the only difference to our current format is that we're all in lockdown mode, just like the rest of England. Um, But it's only till December, apparently. We'll see. (laughs) Anyway, how is everybody? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Shall I start with check-ins? And stuff um uh yeah uh, i'm relatively good i'm staying at my mom's uh this time um i'm still traveling around a bit every now and again for work but um generally i moved up here and i'm spending more time here at the moment um and uh yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself and finding things uh good and um yeah yeah i'm pretty good um fortunately so far I'm still able to do certain things work-related um, and it's not too disrupted so long as we're sticking to certain guidelines and things. Um, but if that, if things continue and I have to kind of be fully from home all the time, then so be it. I guess as we were saying previously, I just feel unfortunate to, to be ultimately okay. Um, and so just trying to focus on that. I, f- I think I've taken a little bit of a step back from all of the media and all of the ongoing kind of narrative and debates and divisiveness about all of this. Throw into, throw into the mix politics and things as well. <laughs> it's all getting a bit... So I think I'm just focusing. I'm having a narrow focus. What about you, Nick? Well, that sounds great. I, I love the idea of having a narrow focus. I think my focus is too wide currently. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm not, not enjoying it. Uh, no, it's been several weeks of very, very busy work. 
Um, obviously, I, I also am working from home, and I've adapted my outdoor arrangements. So I now have a walled gazebo. So I'm I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm still living outside mostly during the day, uh, which helps. But now I just feel like everything's just been frantic and frenzied for weeks now. And I just it feels that constantly, and I can't relax and can't chill out. And the the news cycle obviously isn't helping. It's been an exciting news week. Uh, it's been hard to avoid that. But yeah, I, I I see no chilling at the moment. I You're feel, in need of some downtime, then, are you? I guess so, but I don't know what that looks like anymore because downtime <laughs> is pretty much the same as being. Because you're already at home, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll spend a few days at home, uh, you know, occasionally <laughs> looking at the news and um, doing stuff. So, yeah, no, I feel kind of manic. Uh, I don't like that much. Uh, well, it's not that I don't like it. I like being manic, but I don't. And it's not good for me. Um, and I, I definitely need to calm down, uh, but I have not done so for a while yet uh, but sleep happens that's nice because that's pills and whiskey and that's always a good route to sleep <laughs> how about you Mr Matt uh, generally good actually um, just, I just been found uh, I probably feel the same way as the rest of you do just the, the one thing that's sort of undercurrent with all of it is having that wide view of everything you know whether at the moment it seems to do my head in you know whether that be um, ridiculous things locally that you know don't really matter that much to like, um, you know, things happening in America which don't really matter that much, that sort of stuff. Um, but it, you know, I, I don't know about you, three, but I've um, increasingly and consistently over the last three or four weeks, I just uh, feel stressed, I just feel like there's something I need to do or, or something somebody else needs to do or something that's going to happen and and it's constant and and, uh, other than the obvious there isn't anything (laughs) you know uh, and it's it's really started to affect me I felt similar hey I felt similar kind of full up of stuff and it was it's probably been just a matter of fortunate timing but I actually put in for some annual leave uh, which has been last week and this week. So I'm just finishing my second week of annual leave. And it was my birthday the other day as well. Um, and it's only it's only in the past few days that I've felt, ah, oh, just kind of settled into things a little bit. But wow. to that, I think I just felt full, full of stuff. Uh, almost to the point of like overwhelm or burnout or something. That makes a lot of sense. Interesting, it's taken nearly two full weeks for you to reach the point where you can where you were able to get that mm. out of the way. I, I remember during the first lockdown, yeah, those, those first couple of months were felt very stressed and everything. Yeah, we were all watching the news, watching the, yeah, the death rates climb and stuff. And it was very hard to escape. And it wasn't until, I don't know, June that so I managed to detach and chilled out a little bit. I wonder if it feels like we've been kind of reset to that point again. Yeah, um, which we that's what I meant about the narrow focus thing. I think I'm almost being a little bit, preemptive and thinking I'm not getting sucked into this again mm, no good move <laughs> good damn move I would like I, to have that I've, I've definitely felt lucky that because I've, I've had bits of work where I've um, got that because I'm doing filming and photography I'm actually obviously having to go places and having to meet people so and I'm relatively social online with a number of friends meeting up every week um, so it's it, it, I, I know that, but one thing that for me over the last few weeks um, is it's when there's been bits of work that I 
am doing, but then things that aren't necessarily essential to a deadline other than I have to schedule it. So for instance, if I am trying to organize elements of work that aren't a physical meeting or even just a meeting online, just do certain bits of organizing. It's an element of frustration of looking at what I have and going, well, what, what do I put first? And for me, I know that that can sometimes be a, a sign of stress. So for instance, when I was having serious issues about four years ago, where I was struggling at times literally to leave the flat, working out what stuff do I need to take with me? Because I was getting to that point of uh, not going what, I, what order I need to do things in. I don't know if there's an element because I've had some things fixed. Like for instance, uh, over the last week I ended up uh, doing a couple of foot shoots on Monday and then I was editing with a client on Tuesday and Wednesday. And those things were fixed. And because Thursday was the day, so we're on Saturday now and Thursday was the day that we were going back into lockdown. It was a case of like, these things have to happen and getting those things done. But then like once that was over, organizing my stuff to come up to my mom's um, was a little bit lax. And sometimes I'd go into Facebook and scroll that or Instagram and I'd just be scrolling for something. And sometimes again with the news, I'd sometimes be scrolling for elements of seeing that in, on Twitter when it's like, I don't need it. And there's, there's yeah. certainly some odd searching thing, isn't there? That, you know, as, as both Matt and Wes alluded to, there's something that you're, you're looking at, an expectation of something you, you need to do or that someone, someone else needs to do, as if there's some, unless there's, there's some goal or solution or a thing that will make us feel better. Sometimes it's a picture of a cat, you know, you're like, oh, that's really sweet. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get that prioritization and scheduling are hard. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what it is. I mean, my eyes at the moment are like really hot and bothered. You know, like it's sort of uh, like the full of full of smoke. I guess that sort of feeling. Your eyes. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it just yeah, feels okay. stressed. I mean, and and yeah. uh, and other than the obvious, there's there's no issues. You know, I'm, I'm fairly healthy for for my age, and and uh, things are fairly obvious, if not complicated. Like a full head. What? Sorry. Is it like you know having a full head? That's what was I was starting to imagine as you were talking about kind of stress and fuzzy eyes and things like that. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, like, it's a feel like a full head. Yeah, it's a bit like having a headache without the pain. If you know what I mean, it's sort of like. Uh, um, but I, and I, there seems to be no valid reason for it, really. You know, I mean, the the. the the situation that we're in at the moment is fairly explainable and there's not much you can do about it. So, um, yeah, but, 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 that, but that, those are understandable justifications. You know, we're in, we're in the middle of a pandemic, but we've just been locked down again at a time when we'd sort of been led to believe that maybe things were going to be kind of cool. Uh, things are going to be all right, which, you know, we've plainly been misled and everything and all that stuff. That's very stressful. Where We have a government who, who, who are not doing things. That's very stressful. We have the American election, which is a catastrophe very stressful <laughs> yeah th th these are legit stresses to be feeling you know to say oh, like, sure. to, to, to deny those as, as like the obvious i think is understating the effect that they're going to have if those are things that you even remotely care about yeah if you don't care about them at all as like a proper died in the wall sociopath you'll be fine that's all that's all dandy but yeah if you are concerned about how people's about people's lives your own lives your, your family's lives 
these are these are completely reasonable things to be worried about. I was speaking with a client recently uh, about this kind of thing, and it occurred to us in the conversation. It's kind of like, whilst logically you, and almost cognitively, you can become desensitized to everything that's going on. Kind of like, oh yeah, well here we go again, and we just get so kind of in your mind used to this ridiculous situation it's easy to underestimate the physical impact um that this stuff can still have you know the the undercurrent of it the underlying stress the the potential for overwhelm and burnout and everything else and so i think sometimes even if you in your head you're a bit casual about things there can still be a real physical impact of some of this stuff for sure yeah, I think. Me think when you were talking about the, you know, the fuzzy head and the headache without the pain, and not really knowing what to attribute it to, and that kind of thing. I, yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say if you, if you had a response, go for it. Uh, that's fine. No, I, I just um, I don't know why it's happened recently because to be honest, the way things have developed, I think it's been fairly obvious since you know April of this year. I mean. The idea that that this wasn't going to carry on for another year and a half at least, or that when they say debt December they actually mean March. You know, it's all this stuff been fairly obvious. It's not like it's and there's no real thing that's happened that's you know suddenly have realised that this is we're in a pandemic or that the government doesn't really know what it's doing. But, you know, th- these aren't any surprises, are they? You know, um, oh, but, 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 but do, you, do you not think? I that's suppose that's what I mean. Mm. It's become logically, it's kind of like yeah, but doesn't mean it still can't have an impact. You know the whole situation. Yeah, 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 you you have we we have our like mental grasp that you know all this thing is is all very bad, but on a day to day basis, of course, it's not because you know we're we're, before us are relatively okay individually in this in this scenario. But when it becomes real again, like yeah, literally locking us down. Yeah, we went into tier three in Nottingham and then a mere number of days later like oh well we're finally going to lock the whole country down well of course you are um but that that yes we knew completely that was going to happen it was incredibly obvious should have happened months ago but it was still a, a sort of crushing blow even though things haven't really changed you know the, the amount of shopping I do I get to Tesco anyway and that's about it uh yeah they closed the cinemas ages ago um so it's not making any real difference to my life but yeah, knowing yeah. that it's happened that confirmation uh, like an actual real confirmation that it's happened makes a massive psychological difference from my, you know, general, <laughs> the world is fucked feeling, uh, yeah, which is my general cynical outlook. But that doesn't mean that I, I'm not affected when it becomes demonstrably broken further. Yeah. You mentioned, Matt, um, like a nervousness and a trepidation. I was just wondering about that. Is that kind of... Is that something else that you're feeling kind of in the background along with this kind of physical yeah. feeling? Not yeah, really I feel it all over me, to be honest. I mean, I just, I just feel like um, it's like an expectation of something that's going to happen, you know. It's like uh, yeah. you can't relax, you know, you can't just... Um, there's very few times when I can sit down or, or do anything and just focus on that thing. You know, it's like... I don't know. It's like you can't, you know. You, you, there's there's moments, you know. For instance, there's moments you know with, with friends or where you can completely lose yourself. And remember those times when you could go to the pub and have a drink, and you know, and you'd be completely in the moment and nothing else. Although everything else matters as much, 
it's not there anymore because you're in the moment and you're just enjoying that moment. Well, I, I don't remember the last time I had that feeling. Not about the pub, obviously. Um, but what? just generally being able to not worry about the extremities and, and just focus on that time. that It's just gone. So you say that, I suppose you were saying earlier, you know, you're feeling the way you're feeling and you're not sure what to attribute to. But again, as Nick said, to me, that makes absolute sense. You know, logically, on the one hand, you're kind of like, well, this is no surprise. I know this is going on and I'm not surprised it's taken the turn it has. You know, here we go kind of thing. But it sounds like in your body, you're kind of in a bit of a state of, I don't know, tenseness and kind of apprehensiveness and and, and not being able to let go of it all and just kind of be in the moment kind of thing is is it an element that because I, I i certainly from my point of view there's times where i felt similar to what you've described when i've thought oh um i can't settle down to do this thing because in a few moments things are going to change in that i've got to be prepared for that yet i don't know what that is as well so it's like uh for instance if i if i was going to do some work at home if for instance in an hour's time i've got to be doing something else it's a case of well i don't know how long it's going to take me to sell to get into this bit so why bother i may as well relax but then i struggle to relax because i've got an hour where i'm not doing anything type thing yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like classic stress response doesn't it you know you, I was just you're, say, you're, it's a little bit like being in fight or flight isn't it you know? yeah you're massively overstressed you're, you're in, a, in a constant state of readiness for something I and mean, it doesn't matter what that something is you know because it, it is untenable long term you can do it for weeks and months but you know you, you are going to hit a point of burnout which, which would be my concern and that, that's that's not usually great uh the, the only thing the only thing i found for Alexis, i just play lego marvel superheroes for hours i spent weeks doing that over the last few months ridiculous amount of time so it's the only thing that i've found that i can just vanish into i can do it at work but i don't really want to do work beyond my working hours because that's also really bad um i I lose myself in that stuff Uh, i think that's why i needed to switch off for a couple of weeks i think i've been feeling similarly just kind of not being able to kind of unclench uh not being able to just like you say, Matt, lose yourself in one thing and fully focus on something. Always distracted and ready and kind of tense. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. And I think it's a completely understandable response to kind of a continued, difficult, uncertain, stressful situation. Yes. And we become totally kind of uh, to it, don't we? But there's still an impact. Yeah, this is the classic body-mind divide, isn't it? You know, um, but these are actually all completely rational reasons for being wildly stressed out. This is a prolonged period of, of stress that we're all under, and people are responding in different ways by shutting down in different aspects. But because it's not an internal thing, but yeah, this, this source of stress, um, yeah, those of us who, who, are, who are more on the, the mind side and the body side, like, well, I should be able to, I should overcome this. Uh, this is fine. These are all external factors and I'm not going to be affected by external factors. But that's not how we work. You know, mm-hmm. where the, the external becomes internal almost immediately and worse because external factors in theory, you can properly close down, but you can't slice out that chunk of your brain. You can maybe get totally wasted and, you, and that bit of your brain will be turned off for a while. But you, you can't excise the external. It's, we're, we're, we're social. The, 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 the stuff is held in the body and you're right to mention the brain, Nick, because... While we're in stress response, we're functioning from a certain part of our brain. But there are... 
Oh no, you're frozen at like a really critical and insightful moment, Wes, which is hilarious. You're going to give the answer to the universe. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you make yourself well again. Um, <laughs> and then we'll never find out. Oh, you, you're back, Wes. Almost. Yeah. Uh, okay, still picture though, I have to say, that's great. It's like that. <laughs> yep. We should, let's all do it. Oh, he's back. I'm back again. Yeah. Uh, we lost you beautifully just as you're about to reveal like the secrets of how the human mind works <laughs> and how to fix Matt. Um, All I was going to say is, is that there's, um, you're right to mention the brain because the, the fight or flight stress response is, is, is a bodily felt thing. And actually when, you're, when we're in that place, we're functioning from a lower part of our brain. And there's a lot of research talking about ways in which we can kind of soothe that and calm that. Um, because it's difficult to know what to, to do, isn't it? When you can't attribute the way you feel to a certain thing, well, actually forget about all of that and, and maybe just focus on what can help me with what I'm feeling and stuff that's, re stuff that's repetitive and rhythmic. Um, uh, so actually there's a guy called Bruce Perry who does a lot of research about this and he calls it the six R's. And he says the six, six R's are, are uh, repetitive, rhythmic, relational, uh, rewarding, respectful, and one of it, relevant, I think. Um, but basically the idea is taking part in certain kinds of activities actually calms the brain so it can move you out of this kind of stress response place. That's probably why a lot of people will say that they like going for a run because mm. of the repetition of your feet hitting on the floor or losing yourself in music or doing drumming in drumming circles or meditation and chanting it's actually because we as humans are built to respond to that repetition and that rhythm it actually calms the brain takes us out of this fight flight response so mm -hmm. it sounds a little uh maybe i don't know out there to some people but if we're all kind of feeling this tension this burnout what we actually need to do is slow down simplify things a little bit and maybe engage in something like that so nick you were talking about lego and things like that that's mm -hmm. that's definitely a six R activity. For sure, it's super, super repetitive. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th I don't think it sounds. I don't think it sounds out there at all. Whereas you know, people give it short about drumming circles or other stuff. But you know, I think everyone would generally accept the fact that going for a walk or a run is a good thing and it makes you yeah, feel better. Yeah. And so then you have to accept the fact that if other people find other things to achieve the same thing as that, then it's easy to see how they all work. Isn't it? Well, I suppose it's knowing why it works. So sometimes people yeah. think, oh, that sounds like a good distraction, but it's more than that. You're actually stimulating your brain in a certain way, mm -hmm. which helps to calm you out of that stress response. There's yeah, I think it's about that We are all actually under a lot of stress, and stress has an impact on your body and puts you into kind of a certain mode, if you will. And so by doing certain things in a kind of deliberate way, you can bring yourself out of that mode and it's... it's you know, toxic stress and all of that. It's been exposed to this stress for a long time. It's not healthy at all. I think I think I'm affected by um, just being stuck on one thing. So, like you know, previous to this, I'd be performing or I'd be writing or I'd be meeting people or I'd go to events or running an event and yeah. and working in the office. And now I'm just working in the office. And then tomorrow I'll work in the office. And the day after I work in the office. Yeah, that that's what I really struggled with with the first lockdown is being stuck in it's just awful. one yeah. thing. 
Yeah, variety is really important uh, in 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 surprising ways. You know, I I live a a, a fairly quiet existence that doesn't have that much like massive exciting, but there is there's enough range in it that it feels different most of the time. And yeah, at the moment, uh, I don't have that that diversity. A lot that's through like the people that you see as well. You know, we're used to having a lot of different social interactions, and those are drastically limited at the moment. Yeah, in some ways, I really like that. I find that super convenient. Um, but but you know, there's, let's say, people who you don't talk to as much, and that that re- recognizing that later makes me feel like, oh man, I've like missed six months of chatting nonsense with this person uh, in a way that felt very trivial when we did it all the time. But now those small things start to matter a little bit more, and part of that's the variety in that. But and I guess it was actually the repetition and regularity of those things that are soothing. You know, you know that once a week you're going to see these people. You might, you might not even like them. Um, but, you know, the, the routine of, of doing that definitely does something. You know, we used to go, we used to go and do like the weekly shop on a, on a Friday because uh, we're, we, yeah, we're old and sad and have no social life. Um, but there was something very soothing about, no, Friday evening, yeah, we're going to go and bumble around Sainsbury's and Tesco or whatever. And we're not really doing that at the moment. Like Marion goes on a Monday for reasons that I can't even remember. Um, and so that's another little bit of that soothing routine chipped away. And it, it's hard to find replacements when your your primary location is this space uh, to create those extra bits of routine. Yeah, I've, I've thought about, you know, should we deliberately do a thing from six until seven and then do something else from seven till eight? But I mean, that, that also feels kind of crazy, but maybe it's not that crazy. I don't know. Do you think one of the other issues as well, I was thinking the other day actually, is, is just thinking too much about the situation because if I accept the fact that this is going to be over on December the 4th or whatever lie was put forward, um, untruth, sorry, I was lacking candor as it, it's one of those things, isn't it? Um, but if I let myself believe that for a moment, then that's just three or four weeks away, isn't it? Maybe, but, but yeah. you might be even more crushed when you get to September, December the 2nd and it turns out that, oh, Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right though I think there is a lot to be said for kind of our thinking and, and what we're focusing on and, and 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 a tendency to slip into kind of overthinking perhaps and things like that Yeah, um, we have whole religions that are built on accepting the situation because you can't change it yeah that, that's, that's, a, that's a very crude hack of uh, Buddhism but you know a lot of that is uh, you're not in control you can't do anything about it forget about it just focus on focus on on accepting no. your place in the world, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, I, I think that's really insidious. But uh, you can kind of see why that's uh, an effective way of relaxing by detaching the, the, yourself from the world to some extent. It's um, the other thing as well, because obviously, uh, I suppose sometimes you might feel frustrated when you can see that other people are not reacting the same way you are. So you may be having issues with something and someone else doesn't affect them at all and stuff, but then that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but also the, the vice versa of that sometimes struggling to be able to understand why someone is fixated on something you're going, I don't understand why. And it's because it may not be personal to you. It's a good topic that Neil, actually. Like that. That'd be a good uh, thing to discuss, wouldn't it? But yeah, <laughs> just just as a um, uh, a thing where people can struggle 
to understand and be able to be supportive. They're not necessarily wanting not to be supportive, but they struggle to understand how what they're saying might cause more issue with someone and spike their anxiety. And then also vice versa. Again, you might sort of, if you're struggling because of how your life normally is, it's not a big, it may be a big change for you for something, but for them, because well, that's how we live our lives anyway, type thing. Stuff My like head that. went in a different direction with it. I was thinking about, um, which is great, isn't it? That we have different directions after the same thing. But I was thinking how we can compare ourselves to others. Oh, um, yeah. So that was where my head went with that. In what way? I was saying that that's what I was thinking when Neil said how we might look at how someone else reacts in comparison right. to how we're reacting and think, why, am I, why can I not react like that? Or why don't they react yeah. the same way that I do? Mm, so that was yeah. making me think of us comparing ourselves to others. I, I like that. Maybe you may think of a very small thing this, this week, which is partly about um, understanding how other people react and, and uh, our expectations of, of getting stressed and other people not getting stressed. Uh, yes, obviously, yeah. this, this week's been the, uh, the, the US election. So uh, on Thursday, you know, like, it was Wednesday morning, uh, we have a morning meeting at work every day just to sort of high on Microsoft Teams or whatever and say, yeah, see what people are doing. Uh, and we started the meeting by someone going, right, we're not going to talk about the US election this morning. We're going to talk about work stuff. You're going to talk about, it, you can talk about that later. And at the, at the time, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. We can focus on work. In retrospect, that was a terrible idea. Because <laughs> um, actually what people, it's what was in everyone's heads, including the person who said, maybe we shouldn't talk about this now. And I think actually we should have had a few minutes of going, oh my God, what the hell? What this is, this is that. And, and I, I think because because we didn't get to share in that. Just allowing um, the space for it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And sure, it would have taken over the morning meeting completely. We could have done it for an hour of like ranting about stuff. But I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, I think that actually would have been better. And I think, and it, I, I think, I think it would have provided... I think there's something in that as well. I think there's something yeah. in that for a topic as well. This, about kind of taking small pockets of time to kind of address things or whatever. I'm just conscious uh, of time, guys. So we might want to start wrapping up. But go, on, go ahead, Neil. Um, I was going to say some, something similar, like in this week's episode of star trek they actually deal with that concept the fact that a load of characters have a load of burning anxieties uh psychological concerns of where they are what's happened to them recently and uh the truth is the only way they're able to deal with it is they ultimately have to get to a point where they go we need to talk about it 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 explodes in a horrible way to a degree, but then they're able to sort of start moving on from that and apologizing to each other and stuff like that. And that's unfortunately, and the awkward thing is when to best time to do those things. Sometimes it's best to do it as quickly as possible. Sometimes it may not be. So okay. the, the, the best time is when everyone's so angry, they want to kill each other. Surely <laughs> it's the only time to do it in a dramatic way for a television program. Uh, yeah, I think you're right though. And interesting that we see uh, popular media, taking on these themes and trying to reflect them back to us in, in ways that are potentially useful, even though people, of course, are just go, which is TV. Well, yeah, it's still people's lives <laughs> and written by people who have lives and have and interact with each other. There's a lot we can learn from others' examples. Sometimes that's empathy. Sometimes that's a, a, a scripted artistic interpretation of the psychological nightmare that it is to be a human. How has it felt speaking about where you're at today, Matt? Good. I mean, I'm one of those people that uh, 
I always feel better after the conversations, you know. I mean, I just, even if the, um, it's a bit annoying for people who, who know me really well because even if it becomes a massive argument, I immediately afterwards feel better <laughs> and generally can't, re- can't remember what the argument was about in the first place. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, I'm fine now. That's much better, isn't it? And everyone else is like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, yeah, I have plenty of those conversations with you. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my most annoying habits. And I generally can't remember what the conversation was about. I just feel good. So um, thanks something, very much. Do you something cathartic about it? Yeah. It was something about Star Trek, wasn't it, that we were talking about? I can't remember. Oh, God, you're the worst. <laughs> um, I, I, I was going to say, actually, you know, the, the Star Trek guys, what they really need to do is start like, a mental health podcast. Then they'd have an opportunity to talk about it while flying through space. That'd be perfect. Because, <laughs> I mean, th- th- this is very much, you know, what we're doing is building in the time to talk about something like that. Yeah. Maybe we just need to hack quite a few, um, quite a few good topics, though. We just need to write those down. Oh, we? definitely, yeah. yeah. Okay, we uh, we all all right. Well, you look happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, he's it's, it's just had his sixteenth birthday, so of course he's. Happy. Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's been nice speaking to everyone today. I've missed. I've missed us checking in. Yes. Yes, me too. Yeah. So, uh, we, we should definitely work on the next topic, and um, and we'll be back in a month's time. Take it easy. If you've been affected by anything that we've talked about tonight, that's cool. We were kind of hoping you would be. If you haven't been affected by anything tonight, then that's great too. You're probably fine. Of course, if you say you're fine, there's a good chance you aren't. So you might also have been affected. And if you've been affected before, you probably will be again. Please talk to someone. It can get better, and together we can survive. We are what we overcome. By his side for some big strife With all what we overcome Where is that stop button? Oh, there it is. <laughs>